the NEPA Scene Podcast. We're coming to you live from Cole Creative in downtown Wilkes-Barre. I'm Rich Howells. I'm the founder and editor of NEPA Scene. I'm John Popko. I work for Time Shamrock Communications with Rock 107, Alt 92.1, and ESPN Radio. And I'm the Saturday night <laughs> host of Alt Natives on Alt 92.1, where we feature an hour of local musicians. So if you guys have music you want to send me, please send it to altnatives at alt921.com. Uh, tonight we're here with uh, local comedians Angelia Petrillo and Elliot Elliott. Uh, they're hosting the uh, Back to the 80s comedy show and dance party this Saturday at the Keys in downtown Scranton. So we're going to talk about this uh, unique throwback show uh, as well as their uh, careers in comedy thus far, the underrated NEPA comedy scene, and uh, much more. So please uh, leave your questions and comments down below and uh, we'll get to those uh, later in the show. Um, but before we get to the interview, we have uh, some beers from Beer Boys and Wilkes-Barre to drink. Uh, they have 72 beers on tap, including uh, 24 from Pennsylvania breweries. Uh, tonight we have uh, three different beers from Bell's Brewery in Michigan. Uh, we have Quinnen Falls IPL, uh, their standard porter, and Pool Time Ale. So uh, which one do we want to pop open first? Pool Time. All right. Yeah. That sounds good. That, that intrigued me when I saw it on the list. Yeah, pool time, actually, it sounded the most interesting. Uh, it's, it's a Belgian-inspired wheat ale with light clove notes. Um, so it's hipster. Uh, it has a uh, tart, tart cherries Fucking grown hipsters. in the uh, Traverse City region of uh, Michigan, and which should add a, add a subtle tartness and bright counterpoint to the other flavors. Don't you love these descriptions they have? They're so, they're so in-depth. I, can, I can't do that. What? They get that in-depth about uh, flavor profiles and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's just well, like, yeah, it's good. It's because we're not that smart. <laughs> you guys want to try this one? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. try it. Right. I'm, I'm good. I don't drink. I get bitchy. <laughs> I'm also well, more for us. I'm intimidated by the size of those cans, by the way. <laughs> yeah, these are crawlers. You can get them at Beer Boys, which is one of the only places around here. I love Beer Boys. That, that I'm just going to say it. I yeah, love Beer Boys. I like their little the dollar. Here. They have little like dollar fifty glasses, like yes. expensive of flight, so you can literally taste anything right. on the menu. Right. It's amazing. Well, when I was there tonight, I uh, they're doing a it's like their glass and pizza night, and every week they have a different beer with a glass feature. They were doing some kind of cream soda mm -hmm. with a shot of Fireball. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it was neat. Hmm. I'm a soda nerd, though, so I'm like, oh, what kind of cream soda? Well, it's 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 all it was it's alcohol. Oh, okay. It's five point five. So we don't want you getting bitchy at Beer Boys. So no, no. <laughs> Did you send this guy over here? Get the hell, get him the hell out of here. This why? is this is good. Why is he being so? I like catty? it too. I didn't think I was gonna like it from the description with the cloves mm. at all. You can't taste cloves, it, man. I, just, I started smoking cloves back in like 2002. Oh God, I used to smoke cloves too. I <laughs> yeah, thought it you could cool. actually smell it. Yeah. Wow. It's definitely in there. Uh, and the cherry is a, it, it says it was very tart. I don't think it's as tart as it's as it, the description no. gives. I don't uh, think so. But it's it's there. I mean, it's subtle. I think I think it's good. Yes. Mm -hmm. Make sure you, s you know, swish, swish it around, swish around, and then spit it out. <laughs> uh, speaking of of. Um, Beer critics, uh, 
one of our uh, dear friends, uh, Derek Warren, is, is back on here. Uh, he was contributing to some other publication that I've never heard of at some point. And uh, so he came uh, back to NEPA scene, and he's uh, going to be doing uh, weekly reviews on there. And they're not only in-depth in terms of him describing all the flavor profiles and everything, but he tells you what, what else you can pair it with in terms of food uh, and where you can find it in the area. So uh, uh, look out for that. It's uh, called Drink It Down. It'll be on Mondays. And he's also doing a, uh, you'll, you'll like this, a, a cult movie column. So on Wednesdays, he's going to be featuring a, a weird or bizarre cult movie that you've never heard of before and uh, tells you whether or not it's uh, worth uh, tracking down or not. Uh, this week it's one called Madhouse, uh, which is an Italian film from 1981. I thought at first he, he meant the, the Vincent Price movie. Yeah. Uh, that was what popped in my head. But uh, this one is a, a, an Italian slasher film. And, uh, and it sounds as bad as it does good. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen that one. I haven't either. I guess it's it was hard to track down, but they just re-released it on Blu-ray. Oh, okay. Is it in English? Uh, I think there's a, an overdub track. A lot of the Italian uh, movies, they would do these really bad English I overdubs. I know, I know. So I, I'm sure it's one of those kind yeah. of movies where you know nothing's going to... Fit with the like Godzilla. <laughs> well, yeah. a lot of a lot of like European movies, they're they're dubbed because not every actor speak in the same language, so all That's of true. them are dubbed. Even like the Italian language track would be dubbed, right? Oh. And sometimes they even dub over people. It seems like they are speaking English, and yeah. they're still overdubbing them anyway. You know, it's weird. Uh, but we we also want to give uh, a shout out to one of our other sponsors, the Keys, uh, who we're actually promoting tonight anyway, but. Uh, We'll give them a shout-out anyway. Uh, this Thursday is their weekly open mic. Uh, on Saturday, uh, they have a lot going on. Uh, from 4 to 9, there's the uh, Halfway to Parade Day uh, with the Greater Scranton Black Diamonds Pipe Band. So uh, if you're missing St. Patrick's Day and you want an excuse, another <laughs> excuse <laughs> to drink your face off, <laughs> by all means, uh, go there 4 to 9. And then when you're completely blasted, you can ruin this great comedy show that we're going to plug <laughs> by being a belligerent drunk uh, at the uh, 80s comedy show and dance party that we're talking about tonight. Uh, the following weekend is the Electric City Music Conference, uh, Friday and Saturday, uh, which we're going to talk about in depth next week uh, with the organizers. Uh, so that should be an interesting show. Uh, the FM Kirby Center is a sponsor on our site. Uh, they have Earth, Wind, and uh, Fire tribute on uh, September 23rd. Stephen Stills and Judy Collins on September 27th. Uh, Matthew West on September 30th, and Fozzie on October 4th, which uh, features Chris Jericho, of all people, in a, in a rock band, which is, uh, is pretty cool. Uh, and Loyalty Barbershop and Shave Parlor uh, also came on as an advertiser with us for the next uh, two months. So uh, we want you to know they not only have locations in Scranton and Archibald, uh, but they also just opened a store right down here on uh, South, Main, uh, South Main Street in Wilkes-Barre, a uh, new, new barbershop down there. Uh, they're, they're always booked back-to-back, uh, -back, so I'm sure Wilkes-Barre is going to be uh, packed pretty soon. So if uh, you're in the area and you need a haircut, uh, be sure to get down there. And check it out because it's the old Metro building, which is pretty cool. So uh, they left some of the walls intact, and uh, you can see some of the old graffiti and stuff there. And they have some of the old posters hanging out. Yeah, if nothing else, just go there and hang out. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> which they totally don't mind you no, doing. No, man, that's that's the coolest part about barbershops is like you can just go there and it's like, chill spot to hang out yeah so 
Yeah, I always thought that was like a thing in movies, but they actually made that thing a reality. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. But it girls is. aren't allowed, right? Girls are allowed. Oh, really? They are, yes. Just lesbians? No. <laughs> <laughs> they have girl barbers. It's, okay. It's, yes. They do. It, it, when I first started going there, the one in Scranton, it, it was just you know a, a male staff, and you know it's an opportunity for guys to hang out, shoot the shit, talk about tits, and hang, you know whatever. Oh, right. That sounds fun. You know, it's awesome. No, I'm, I'm over-exaggerating a little bit, but uh, and they started having a female barber, and it's like, is this going to be weird if we're talking about like dude stuff? And they're like, no, nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> so it's cool. I, I'm pretty sure back when we were at some other publication that I don't remember the name of, I'm pretty sure we were the first ones to ever write about we loyalty were. barbershop yeah. and to feature them in any big way, yeah. uh, which was was pretty fun. It was a cool cover story that we did um, back when they had, had you know they they've been establishing Archibald for a little while. Uh, but hadn't yet expanded to Scranton and Wilkes-Barre and everything yeah. and blew up the way that they did. I think I actually presented an award at one point. Yes. If not two or three, I don't know. Yeah. Well, not I, we. But yes. But, yeah, you personally giving out the royal to people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into our, our main topic tonight, uh, local comedy. So... Why why comedy? What uh, what was it that drew you to stand up comedy in general? Um, honestly, it was kind of like a like a weird thing in high school. I like I did like the plays and they were okay. And then I got into speech and debate from there. And then I really liked that. And then mm. um, I really liked the comedy aspect. And I would want to like be in plays outside of school. And the only way I wasn't I wasn't good, but I was funny. So I would take funny things and I would go and I would sing songs with different voices or something like that and they would be and they put me in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they and um, one time I did stand up for like some something in high school at the end of the year or something and um, I I did well and from there uh, Clam Diggers opened down in like yep. Dixon City and I did stand up there for a little bit but um there's this guy, half and half, he's like a comedian from like the Philly area. Yeah, um, yeah I've, okay. uh, I've interviewed him a yeah, couple times. I guess really, like, really nice guy, really He's cool. Guy. I guess like the MC for one of his shows like dropped out and they asked me to do it and I had never done that before and I went and I bombed completely so I stopped doing, <laughs> I stopped completely, I like never went back and did anything until a friend of mine kind of like forced me into doing girls night with Jess Mione like six years later mm. that was like two two years ago and um and then here I am and I love it I a lot so it's the only thing that makes me feel normal even though like I'm not normal at all how do you do it though because you were nervous that there's two cameras here God, I don't yeah. want to look at me like Jesus <laughs> <laughs> well you can do it in front of like a crowd of however that's many people. different because they're paying attention to what I say you know what I'm saying right. sure that the cameras are paying attention now they are, but before they were like, "What's that girl doing? She's touching. She's touching her boob. Why is she sending her hand in the crotch? <laughs> so you fit in at loyalty barbershop. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go know. talk about tits. <laughs> Tit talk. An ass. <laughs> I was breastfed until I was three, so it's a subject I'm really skilled on. You're, yeah. you're very, very well versed. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I know about tits. Moves <laughs> her way around the boobs. <laughs> what about you, Elliot? Um. Well. I was involved in punk rock around here for years, but I am absolutely musically talentless. Like, mm. <laughs> but I would do like these weird experimental things sometimes. Like once I played 
hey ya through a computer with a bunch of effects filters and argued with it. <laughs> or I would <laughs> Or I would like I get a drum machine and just play it and pass out like dollar store instruments and make everybody else play for me. <laughs> and then like, you know, I did that for a while and in retrospect, I guess I was doing comedy, but I didn't even think of it as that. And then right. one day I was at my house and the power went out and I was like I'm not gonna sit around here in the dark and wait to get eaten. So <laughs> I drove down to Donahue's on South Main Street and there's an open mic there that, that night my friend Greg was hosting and he was like, look Ellie, you have to get up there and talk about something. We don't have enough performers. <laughs> and so I did and I did actually pretty well my first time and that's then I've been doing it pretty much since then with occasional breaks. but. Mm. Now, is there anybody, like, in the area that you uh, picked anything up from or, or that you uh, work with regularly? There's a few people that I think we both work yeah. with regularly, and I pick things up from everyone. Mm. Um, everyone has something different. I know that's so generic to say. Um, I wish, though, like, I was criticized more. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I don't have anyone to criticize me other than my, like... Um, girlfriend who sees me all the time and she's just sick of my jokes so I'm like you don't even count anymore <laughs> yeah she can't objectively yeah, tell you what's exactly. funny anymore at yeah. that point <laughs> I mean yeah I, I work with all sorts of people and you know you take stuff from people you learn stuff by you learn a lot by watching people fail like yeah, yeah. Like, you learn a lot by failing yeah you do <laughs> I love I, I'm when sure I bomb I've I educated a ton of people I'm sure yeah same <laughs> and myself still educating yeah what, what what's one of the uh, off the top of your head one of the worst shows that you ever did like one of the ones that you bombed, or you yes. or the show just didn't go well because you know? <laughs> oh, those, those stories are always story. great okay. we, we have them with bands all the time i think with comedy it's a whole different thing um all right well one time this is a couple months ago ted hebert um winner of season two three i don't know Something. winner of any has got talent um, booked us this show at Wellington's in Clark Summit mm -hmm. and there were six of us Elliot was there and we walk in and already like sometimes the place sometimes where you're at or walking into a place will already set the vibes like you walk in there's like a bartender and two people at the bar and they look angry like they're pissed <laughs> and then they don't even put us in the bar they like put us in like this side room mm. so like my girlfriend won't even come in she's like eating a steak at the bar <laughs> with the other lady and like so we're just in the room watching each other, each other and we stand up and like I had happened to like come across like I had eaten something that maybe had had something in it so <laughs> I was like maybe it was a brownie so I was just like I was just like, I was feeling all types of weird. And I stood up there and I think I stared at the other comedians uh, for about four minutes and rambled off weird jokes that I like half wrote and like thought were funny but never finished. Um, dropped my note cards everywhere. Um, but then at the end of the night, uh, Ted ended up, we like got paid the most I ever got paid for a comedy show. Like I don't even know how that happened. And no one watched us. And then the next day they wanted a business. So... Sinking the ship. But they did put, our, our, they put, put comedy on the billboard, which was kind of cool. And that was it. She thinks she got paid. I, I, I may, it might not have happened. I we know. got paid. We did. We sunk their ship. 
Uh, that was the last of Wellingtons in the steak they sold. The, the $40 steak they sold for $9.99, too. Wow. But that's local comedy is what, what put them under. That was it. Probably. That's probably what they blame every night. What about you? Is there oh, uh, is one that stands out? Let's see. Once I did the Luzerne Fall Festival. And performing outside is always a crapshoot and usually bad. But this was exceptionally bad. <laughs> they had us performing on a sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Across an active road <laughs> to people sitting on a sidewalk on the other side of the street. <laughs> How is that even possible? <laughs> Whose idea was that? <laughs> I'm just the talent. I don't know. <laughs> Just show up and talk into a microphone. <laughs> and then recently I had a show in Tawanda. Have you ever been to Tawanda? Yeah. That's that's an I've adventure. Been it. I don't think I've ever actually been in it. There's a phone booth. <laughs> a working phone booth. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, it was one of the this, few. in this place that was supposed to be a pirate bar. I got in there. The closest they got to piracy is there were like stuffed fish on the wall. <laughs> and the uh, there's nobody there except like a few weird people at the bar. And then there's almost a bar fight, which is awesome. <laughs> I, I love when shit goes bad. And then, like, that happens. And then there's another comedian performing. And this dude stands up. And I don't... The other, the, the other comedian, it was Eric, didn't address the audience. This dude stands up and starts trying to fight him. Like, you want a shot at the title? The dude kept yelling. <laughs> you want a shot at the title? Eric's just like, what? <laughs> and then the show goes on. Then it's over. And they t- they tell us at the end, yeah, sorry, no one was here. It's the weekend of the snake hunt. <laughs> <laughs> this is Tawanda. Yeah, apparently they have a snake hunt. I don't know. And not only that, but it's incredibly popular. Yeah, apparently every citizen of Tawanda went to the snake hunt. I don't know. <laughs> I have my sister-in-law lives in Tawanda. Yeah, I'll have to ask her about that. Yeah, yeah do it. Maybe they just made that up. Maybe they assumed it was believable. <laughs> That's true. I mean, nobody's going to question that. Yeah, like, like, no, there's no snake hunt. Yeah, like, after being there for, like, a half hour, it's like, yeah, it seems like a snake hunt kind of town. <laughs> All right, so what about the best shows? I'm sure you guys have had oh, some really good ones that uh, went over very well, mm. or, you know, maybe uh, uh, some uh, fan reaction, somebody that laughed really hard or really liked what you did, that kind of thing. Um... No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Still, I've time, never had a success. One time I was show. in a beer store and some girl was like, hey, um, they're like, I know you. They're like, Pearl, the Pearl. They're like, the Pearl on my pussy. So I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah you and can, you can they're like, she's fine. like, and I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, you, she's like, I saw you. I'm like, she remembered what I was saying. And like, she <laughs> left and I was like, shit, I should have got her like on recording, like remembering myself. <laughs> and then I had to ask the store like clerk. I was like, did you see that? He's like, no, I was watching TV. So <laughs> that was like probably the coolest thing. So your, your one moment to sh- to really shine there yeah. and nobody will. I could have, so. I could have imagined that one too. I mean, who knows? <laughs> This one's tough. Like, the thing is, I don't remember when it goes well, usually. I remember right. when it goes poorly. Right. <laughs> as yeah. long as it goes poorly in an awesome way. I always think it goes well, but then, like, I'll maybe I'll watch a recording, and I'll be like, oh, no, that wasn't that mm. wasn't what I thought it was. Right. Well, watching recordings is tricky, because the camera is pointed at you, so you're projecting the sound at it, 
the, the laughter is coming towards you, so it's not necessarily going into your camera's microphone. Yeah. So you can't always right. touch the laughter level. On the yeah, but even without the laughter level, like just watching myself, I'm still just like... <laughs> You're still going to pick apart everything you do, Obviously, though. That's yeah. That's the yeah. nature of the beast. You just have to find something that's good enough yeah. and be happy with it. Right. Especially, you know the material in your head, so you want it to come out a certain exactly. way. And it's never going to, you know, I mean, it's the same with writing. You know, mm-hmm. Sometimes I write something and think, oh, that should have been better. It was, sounded better in my head. Yeah. You know, but exactly. it doesn't come out the way that you want it to. So, what, what, how about the importance of of open mics to uh, comedy? You know, I, I think that's something that a lot of people don't seem to. I think they they see comedians on television or on a show or whatever, and they think these people are naturally funny and that they just all these jokes just come rattling off. But uh, it's something that it takes time to develop and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, how open mics. Uh, helped you in terms of uh, developing your material and getting out there? Um, I need open mics, and I feel like I don't get to them half as often as I wish I would. And I feel like any comedian that you see that is remotely successful will say that, like, you need to go to an open mic, like, every day. There are people who go to multiple ones a day, multiple times a week, five days in a row. I mean, I wish I could afford to do that. Yeah. Um, maybe a miracle will happen, but I mean, but I mean, yeah, open mics, and it's important to do bad at open mics too. Do you know what I mean? To kind of like correct yourselves. Like my favorite is when I go to an open mic and I do bad. It's kind of like a swift kick in the ass to just, you know, kind of get your craft together, rewrite some stuff. It, it takes a lot of work. You don't just come out with. I mean, you can come out with jokes, but oftentimes if I say them the way I come out with them, it doesn't work right, and I have to for me, and I have to, I have to manipulate it. Um, and watch where my words go and how I position it and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's different than it is for a musician. Like, we have to practice in front of people. You can't... Pra- if, you, if you're practicing right. at home, you're just a weirdo talking to your mirror and you're not getting <laughs> nothing out of it. But we have to practice in front of people. You need some instant feedback. Like, you need, need to get that. And you just And really, you can't learn much about stand-up without doing it. Right. Like, I can't, like, if somebody asked me how to do it, I couldn't explain how unless they'd been up a few times. So, so is that, how do you know when a joke is funny or that it works, you know, depending on the reaction that you get? Yeah. Yeah, the feedback. Yeah, not always the reaction. Um, I've had jokes that I trashed because they sucked at a couple of the mics and I had a feeling about and brought them back with perhaps women. Mm. an audience full of half women and they were fine and I'm not just saying and I'm not it's true like I'm not trying to say it but it's true Mm -hmm. and um but yeah I mean so so, I mean there's times where people won't laugh and you can still use something I feel like but yeah people are laughing well yeah every room isn't gonna get you like yeah that's not the way it works like not at all and you have to I think that that takes half of it like I don't even know who I am as a comedian yet you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm so new and still trying to find exactly, you know, like, which wave I want to ride. Right. Well, how, how long have you been doing it now? About, like, a, like t- together, t- like, two years. A little over two years. Okay. And you've been doing it a little bit longer, I think, right? Jeez. I started in 2007. I'd say there's probably about maybe three or four years of breaks in there, but... Right. For the most part. Okay. So, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good amount of time. Yeah. Now, you uh, you also do characters too. Yeah, I do. Which, which, I, which I think is fun. Now, how do you uh, choose or develop a, a character? 
I'll usually find it's like something comes to me. I'm like I'm like one of those people who like I get ideas. Like yeah, I don't like I try and like sit down and come up with stuff, and I do that, and I'll just write down every dumb thing that comes to my head, and maybe one out of like the five hundred things I write will be useful. But <laughs> characters like like if you saw the commercial I did for the show this weekend, I did Maddie Jinx and. It was weird because that's 80s Maddie Jinx versus current day Maddie Jinx. Maddie Jinx <laughs> is kind of based on Paul Stanley stage banter. Okay. But I got the idea, like, what if Kiss wasn't as successful, like, and they were sexy <laughs> toys? And now he's trying to stage his comeback, but he's writing age-appropriate songs, <laughs> like about the lawnmower or trimming the hedges or people staying away from a 17-year-old daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so like I, that's just how characters develop and I usually tend to know more about them than I need to mm-hmm. like I could tell you how many Maddie Jinx has a daughter who's 17 and a son who's 10 <laughs> like I don't know I just I like making up characters and putting them in situations it seems like too having seen you do a couple different characters that you have an idea of what you're going to say going in but there's also some improvisation yeah. there as well yeah there is like, I don't overwrite my character bits. Like, I just kind of get to know the character. Right. And, I mean, sometimes they're inspired by something as simple as I bought a bag of sunglasses at the thrift store and got four characters out of it. <laughs> now, you, you did a, a show at the, the uh, Scranton Fringe uh, that was all by yourself. I mean, you had a couple openers, but yeah. you, did, you did a thing... Uh, how did uh, how did you feel? Did you feel that like you were ready to do that, or was it no. an experiment? Or, it was you know, what, kind of how like. Did you want to do that? Sorry, um, it was kind of like. The, I mean, I was a part of Big A Story Slam the first year of the Fringe, which was like was amazing. Was great, and yeah. yeah, and they had submissions open, and um, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna write a show, and I'm gonna do all the jokes that are like Scranton themed. And, um, and I'm like, I'm going to try and put a theme to it. And I just submitted the idea and they took me. Um, and then I just kind of, I never put together anything before. Um, I didn't know what I was doing at all. (laughs) I didn't, you know, like I didn't know. So what it turned into is just like a half hour stand up special of my crap. Um, but like it went well. It sold. We sold a lot of tickets. Yeah. Um, and people seemed to like it, and it was cool. I mean, it was it was an interesting experience for sure. I mean, I learned a lot from everything I do. I learn, I learn from, and I mean, I know that. I mean, the comedy trail is a lot longer than <laughs> anyone, any other. Prof- I mean, a, a lot of professions. I feel like so. Sure. If you even have like the perspective to do something long term, and I don't know where I'm going but if you even think of that like yeah like I have a long so I'm glad I messed it up but there's we're, we're gonna do the fringe this year too they like they condensed it so if people want to see comedians or area yeah, comedians all the stand-ups are on one yeah show. On they, on ha- one they have okay. like a stand-up showcase at the fringe so the full lineup hasn't been announced yet but um yeah so that'll be cool you can see hopefully a lot of local comedians and regional we'll say I don't know come see it yeah <laughs> maybe a minute well we want to get to uh to this show in particular um the uh the 80 show that you guys are, are doing uh where did the idea no, well, not, from that not, not, yet, not yet not yet Hold no on. what do you what do you want to get into 
another beer. Oh, another beer. All right. We only have like an hour. To That's drink true. Beer. Like That's cool. Got, yeah, we, we got a segment. We got a we got to house this. And they so. are in oil drops. Yeah, that one's down. So uh, <laughs> what's what's next? Warm for me would be sober. <laughs> Thank God for you. <laughs> Thank Jesus. <laughs> I feel like they, they, it would be a bad idea to allow these into, like, sporting events, mm -hmm. especially in Philadelphia. <laughs> they could replace D batteries. This would be a terrible, <laughs> terrible thing for that. Yeah, this, this would replace D batteries. Jesus. <laughs> this is the porter. Uh, that's the porter, okay. Tell me a story. About the porter? Uh, let's see. It bridges the gap between malty brown ales and heavily roasted stouts. Uh, notes of chocolate, coffee, and roasted barley are offset with just a slight hot bitterness. This is a 5.6, so it's pretty middle of the road for a porter. It's not too strong. Can you give this one a go? Yeah. Some people uh, stray from the dark beers. No, I like bad. dark beer. I don't like rye, really, mm. or just like plain ales, too. Thankfully, Brittany's not here. That's right. More beer for us. More beer for us. <laughs> Thanks, Brittany, for uh, <laughs> celebrating First. your niece's birthday, whatever, you know, like, that's, that's yeah, like, like real important for family you. shit. Get out of here. Jesus no Christ. Brittany and one non-drinker? You guys are in good shape tonight. <laughs> good for us. We, uh, we do miss you, Brittany. Please, please come back uh, next episode. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pour one out for her, though. <laughs> this is precious. This is better than I thought it was going to be. That's, that's what you said last time, too. I know. These are just surprising you up and yeah, down. Yeah, it's coming in with really low are. expectations. What brewery is this? It's from Michigan? Yes. Uh, it's Bells. Uh, Bells. Bells. Okay. It doesn't I, even sound hipster or anything. I like, have who, not who heard of them before this. Yeah. Uh, I've never tried them before. Uh, doesn't Bells have the banana... Is that is that accurate? I hate that one. The banana bread? Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's Wells, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. They're, I've had the banana wrong. bread yeah. one before. That's, yeah, I didn't that's like Wells. It. You're right. Uh, I, I like that one. That one's good. Isn't there a cookie dough one, too? Is there? I feel like I drank it. I don't, I don't know if I... I feel like it's like that Ligonkugels. That, 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 oh, they yeah. do that chocolate stuff, too. I feel like yeah, they, they did know. something like that, maybe. Mm. It's good. Hmm? You definitely get that uh, chocolate and coffee yeah. taste in there. All right, proceed with the <laughs> the question. Well, do we do we have any? Uh, I haven't really checked the comments yet. Is anybody uh, saying anything down in the comments? I don't know if uh, Gerard saw any that uh, he thought was particularly interesting. I mean, there's there's definitely a lot. We're at 54 comments so far, so uh, I can only see so many of them because I have to have it open the whole time because Facebook sucks. Uh, let's see. Uh, Freddie, Freddie, uh, who we've had on the podcast before, Freddie Fabry, uh, said, I would like to know what they think of the cheating bunk socks. All right, Freddie, here, we, you know what? <laughs> I didn't want to address this because, you know, you're fishing for your, your, your shit here. And I, I get that. <laughs> you ever think it's just the media trying to get the rivalry from the Red Sox and the Yankees back on track? You ever think of that? It's what it is. It's all a scam. It's all bullshit. Fake news. Fake news. It's all a distraction. No. What really is happening in the world. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just trying to get you off of the, the hurricane. It's a conspiracy. Yeah. Obviously, the hurricane is fake. It's not real. Uh, I mean, you know. 
I wouldn't say that. That never, never happened. <laughs> hey, according to Rush Limbaugh, apparently all, all, all that uh, stuff is just uh, you know liberal propaganda. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, everybody's good. Yeah, you know, none of that stuff ever happened. But as for Freddie, it's, 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 it's all, <laughs> it's all media hype. I'm about to say something pretty awful. Trump just got his hands on the weather machine and was like, you're not giving me a wall, I'm making a moat. <laughs> <laughs> I feel with the, 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 the weather machine from uh, G.I. Joe? Yeah. <laughs> when they have the, the weather dominator. Yeah, and all they called, did was yeah. make lightning strike in Washington, D.C. Cobra was the shittiest terrorist. Right? Come on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> also, I don't, I don't know anything about the cheating socks. I don't have time for sports. Don't even, I don't want to, don't even, don't, don't, don't give him, <laughs> don't feed into his bullshit. Uh, Brian Walsh, uh, who uh, is a... Uh, <laughs> He's a laughing stock, apparently. I didn't even finish that thought. Uh, what's a great comedy movie they can suggest? A great comedy movie? Yes. Um. I don't know if anyone asked anything earlier. Maybe you can ask again because now I'm looking at it. My favorite movie is The Sweetest Thing. I think it's a comedy. I think it's very well written. Okay. Even though it's a girl's, like... When I was a little kid, but I've always thought it was like well written, short, with like a lot of jokes mm-hmm. in it. Brian, go watch it with your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Give her some milk. I'm trying to think. I like a lot of them. The jerk. But oh, Brian's seen yeah. the jerk. Like, it, you had to have seen Yeah, the jerk. Brian's seen the jerk. I know Brian's seen the jerk. Every, if you haven't seen the jerk, something's wrong and you need to fix it. Go watch the jerk. <laughs> We're, we're going to be talking about some 80, 80s movies later on tonight. Uh, so we'll, we'll find out a lot more about their, their movie knowledge or, or lack thereof, if, if, if there is any. Let's see. Uh, Tom Sigurdsson says uh, that your shoes are on point, Elliot. Thank you. These are my beat-up docs, too. If I wore my fancy cherry red ones, the screen caps would be all over the Internet by tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> uh, t- uh, of, of course, the comedians always have good questions. Tommy Stone oh, no. <laughs> asks, who would Angelina go straight for, and who would Elliot go gay for? Oh, man. I would go straight for Jason Segel. Okay. That's a good choice. Oh, man, Funny is, guy. It's yeah. tough. It's but he's tough. not, like, cute, but I don't care. Right. Who is that? Plus, he has a big dick. <laughs> but I feel like that would hurt me. But, like, I feel like that's, like, a... <laughs> oh, no, no. All right, I'm going too far. You're overthinking. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know. I really don't. Jeez, I have man crushes on lots of dudes. Um, It's so hard to narrow it down. It really is. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, because if you're going to have that one opportunity, yeah, you know, you you can't waste it. Yeah, and if I'm gonna if I'm gonna take the one opportunity, why not go all the way and you know? Sure, absolutely. Just everyone that I've ever (laughs) thought about in that way. So Elliot's answer is a train. train. <laughs> Basically, if I'm going, I'm going all the way. I'm not going to half-ass this this switching teams thing. No pun intended. Wait, I want a train. I take it back. <laughs> Can right. I pick like an era? Can like a, they be dead now? I don't know. Like this is entirely too much thought on this question. Yeah, you're you're, th- you're overthinking it. Yeah. Maybe Tommy Stone. See there if he go. likes that answer. <laughs> Him and his weird Jersey Shore otter look that he has. <laughs> what does that look like? That's not a point. It looks like Tommy Stone. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I, I've learned recently that an otter is like a skinny, hairy gay man, right? Is that the... Really? I don't know the oh. gay men lingo. Like, that's what okay. I was told. I don't and... even know the lesbian lingo. Like, I don't even know, like, I'm on the DL. Like, if you <laughs> see a Scranton lesbian, they don't know who, they don't know who I am. <laughs> I'm lesbian, guys. Tommy himself informed me that he's an otter, so. An otter? Because we were referring <laughs> to him as a twink for a long time. Whoa. Now, I've, heard, I've heard bear. It's 2017. You, know that, you can't say that. No, a twink is a legit gay yeah, term. Yeah, twink. For, uh, yeah. Okay. for skinny, yeah, for skinny. I don't know if it's like, okay. Not in, very hairy gay I feel like nothing's men. okay right nothing's these days. Okay. Right. Some, somebody's going to get offended. Z and Zay. But I, like, like queer, for example. Whoa, queer oh, is oh, a word that used to be bad. Jesus. Now it's good again. Now it's okay. Yeah, I, don't want to be I know you can search twink okay? on a porn site, so. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, you know, as you long as it's acceptable on porn sites, we're all, we're all good. We're all adults here. If only everything on porn sites was acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> Brian says, Elliot, who would you go straight for? <laughs> <laughs> The real Tommy question style. is revealed. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, that's that's Brian's style. Everybody has a, a different style. Like he 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 goes very you know he goes for the crowd and and, yeah. and gets people involved. What, how would you maybe describe your your comedic style if you had to, you know, if you were trying to pitch it to somebody? Okay, definitely not crowd work. I think that <laughs> I'm um, I'm tactless. <laughs> Unfortunately, someone told me that I was uncouth and tactless once. Yeah. I thought it was an insult until I developed. Like ten years later, I'm like, oh, that's I love that description of me. It's very on point. <laughs> um, so I'm a little like de de demented, but I'm also like realistic. Like I just say things that just come in my head. But like I'm a nutcase. <laughs> so. Well, yeah. I mean, the, I think the first time I saw you, I was I thought I thought you were so funny. Because you just put it out there. You just yeah. said a lot of stuff. I can't stuff help without. it. I can't do anything but put it out there. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I don't know. I have no idea how to describe myself. Because okay. you, you go, you go all eclectic. over the place. Yeah. Because like, yeah, you, you have uh, some great nerd comedy, which yes. you know, guys like me appreciate. But there's other stuff that you do that's beyond that. You do some yeah. relationship stuff. Uh, you know, stuff about, you know... Uh, uh, dating apps and things like that, yeah, and, uh, that kind of stuff. But I mean, you go beyond that too. I do some know? storytelling too, like right, right. I think I think some of your stories are are, are some of the, the best stuff that you do. Oh, thanks. Uh, let's see. Maybe it'll go gay for you. That's hey, maybe you know. I mean, we're we're all having this conversation, well, so we might as well just. Uh, it's 2017, just it man. We're all on a spectrum. <laughs> True. <laughs> get what you can get. Which, which spectrum is debatable, but, you know. Autism. Multiple <laughs> spectrums. We're all on several spectrums. Some of us own the car, and we're in an extra spectrum. So let's talk about uh, the 80s show. Yes. And where, where did that idea come from? Honestly, um, so I, this area has been, like, bustling with, like, random comedic, um, I don't want to call them plagues, groups. Mm. So plagues. we like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So there's like so much stuff going on in the area. And what's happening is you see local comedy, local comedy, local comedy, local comedy. And you just show up and it's just a, no offense. Because sometimes I'm included. It's just, they just throw a bunch of people on there just rattling off whatever. Sometimes it's the same jokes every time. So you mm. get someone to come out to one show. They're not going to come out to the next show. Do you know what I'm saying? And, right. and I feel like... We have, listen, I've, I've gone to, like, New York City and 
performed. I mean, it was a bringer show, but like I've still I've been there and I've seen like people there and I've I've gone to shows and like we have just as much talent in Scranton as any other city or community or open mic place or any other creative comedic place has. And I feel like we need like something different to get the community interested in seeing us. Mm -hmm. So I thought, why not start doing like themed like shows? Um, you know, involving the audience, getting local music involved as well. This show we have Katie Evans um, and Anthony Shiny Montini and Candy V uh, playing music for like an hour before we start the show. And um, I just thought that this way we can get the audience involved. They'll never get bored. They're always going to see something different. With themes, we can challenge the comedians to do something different and write new jokes if they want to. Some some people don't think it's a good idea. You know what I mean? Mm. Like some people think it's dumb. But, you know, we have a we could have a fan base in Scranton. Okay, we could have these people coming out to these theme shows, what I think, and saying, Oh, you know, I really love Elliot. He always is a character and he's my favorite. I'm gonna follow him. And when he goes and does his regular scene up, I'm gonna go see him. Or I'm gonna watch his you know what I'm saying? Like we we have the potential to to gain that in our community and to get people involved and to see that there's not just a local music scene here. There's a local comedy scene as well. And I feel like, and I mean, like, the 80s music is the best. So sure. it's like a great starting point, I feel like. Um, but yeah, that's kind of was my idea. So I'm hoping to do more. We've talked about... I got Elliot because like Elliot is like '80s king, and also Idea King, his also, costumes um, and the sketches, and like I like I feel like he would be like the best. So kind of played into his strengths. A exactly. Bit. Also, not to date myself, I'm one of the only people on the show who lived through the '80s. Yeah, <laughs> but even without that, like even like even like just talking about the '80s show, we've already come up with ideas for yeah. like other shows. So right. Yeah, I mean like. We'll see. So the idea here, uh, for those who, who didn't know or, or haven't you know heard us talk about, we talked about on a, a couple of the previous podcasts, but uh, the, the, the idea is that the jokes can't go beyond the 80s. Correct. So you're pretending that essentially it is the 80s. Correct. We are so in the 80s. Right. So if you were going to get... The only thing I can find so far is like an air horn, which I feel like is gonna be too loud. No, I also found. No, not at everyone all. else wants the air horn. I also found like this little air horn that like yeah lets out weird because Halloween season, yeah. Halloween screams that we can like do into a microphone. I don't know, but there's gonna be a buzzer, so we're gonna buzz people if they you know Google Donald Trump. I mean Bill Cosby raping people, anything like that that is not relevant to. <laughs> well, I think I think Bill Cosby raping. Oh, he did rape people in the eighties. He was relevant. Nobody talked about. Know about. Nobody yeah. said anything it about. Was, it was relevant in the 80s because he did it was relevant yeah. so maybe bill cosby will never mind no one's gonna get i'm just kidding no one's gonna get hurt right come to the show i mean awesome. i i like the idea of a loud air horn because i believe there should be punishment <laughs> <laughs> like i, I, I don't I, want people to leave if i had my way comedians would get hit with a paintball gun well <laughs> i have personal <laughs> friends who are very just like those people who like they will be like and like walk out like or like I know people like that, so I always worry. Or he's just that Catholic guilt. I'm like, worried. maybe I just bring the air horn out. Air horn, right? Just take it. Punishment. Yeah. If we open the door, like the gong like, show. Oh yeah, I wish we had a gong. That would be awesome. Does anyone have a gong? Just, Message me. Let's get a cane and choke them out. Yeah, that'd be good too. <laughs> or some or a MMA trained. But I person. like get like too <laughs> into that. Where like I black out and I don't remember what happened. Just try it. It didn't exist in the '80s. I don't think. I'm sure it did. Fight. Yeah, I'm trying not, to think what the first the UFC was. I, that it is I remember now, yeah. renting the, like the first UFC on video, and it was like this bloodbath because like they didn't they didn't have like a <laughs> set gloves like, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, there was no set MMA thing, so you'd get like 
you know, some local Taekwondo instructor up against like some <laughs> giant dude and he just brutalized him. <laughs> there were like no rules. <laughs> it's like the Kumite. Now it's all formalized. Yeah, now everybody has the same art. It's less exciting. Right. Now, in, in terms of, uh, was this an easy pitch to the Keys? I know the Keys is very open to new ideas and to artists and stuff like that, but I mean, it's, it's something a little bit different for them. Yeah, I was afraid to ask. Um, I, like, was pondering with the idea, and I, like, put it off for so long. I, like, talked to Katie Evans, and I was like, who do I talk to? <laughs> I, like, I don't know what to do. And um, so she's like, no, Steve is really cool. Steve Werner does yes. the shows for there, so... I wrote out, like, this huge paragraph and told him, like, every detail that I, like, had, including down to, like, the drink special, which, by the way, is Ecto Cooler from Ghostbusters. That's um, perfect. Yeah, it's $5. <laughs> it's amazing. I had it there, like, two years ago, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. But he was really open to it. He was like, I'll get back to you, but it was pretty quickly, um, and it was awesome. And then, um, you know, it was an accidental overbooking of the bagpipers, but we're going to get through yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. That those yeah, two... yeah, we didn't know about that. He didn't know about it either. I guess it was just like an accident. But okay. they're gonna be ending early, and like they know about us, and I heard they're really cool. Right. So we'll see. In my brain, they're just people who got confused about which eighties it is. They're eighteen eighties, seventeen eighties. Exactly. <laughs> they just got confused and showed up at the wrong time period. I can't believe it's halfway to St. Patty's Day. Yeah, that's... but is it really though? Shouldn't that be like? September 17th? Yeah, it should probably be a little bit later, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, back off! <laughs> yeah, let them have their show! <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, because I think next week, uh, the uh, the Opera House and Jim Thorpe is doing, like, a halfway to St. Patrick's Day with this the This is a new Saints. thing. Yeah, that's, uh, well, you know, I, I, I think I think everybody got it from the Dropkick Murphys, because yeah. they, they've done stuff like that before, you know, the tour is, yeah. you know... And I've Everything been halfway to Halloween parties. No, I know. I'm familiar with the halfway too. I just can't believe it's already halfway too. Right. Jesus. <laughs> I know. It feels like we just got through that whole. It just snowed two feet like yesterday. Right. You right. know. And then we'll be getting two feet next week. Yeah. <laughs> the best activity for parade day is a scanner party, but they're not too fun for a for halfway. <laughs> For a scanner party is when you sit around and listen to the police scanner on parade day. Oh, yeah, that sounds ah, real fun. It's go. awesome. That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> I like age, to do that at my age now. Yeah. yeah, like you don't have to deal with the crowds. You get to just listen to the chaos. It's awesome. I love watching <laughs> the fight videos after parade day. Like up on Taylor Hill, oh, you oh, yeah. Grand. They get crazy. They have horses. People throwing things at the horses. It's <laughs> That fight this past, well, like six months ago. Yeah. Where that guy got just like out of nowhere just... Yeah, Socks, just got yeah. pummeled, yeah. And then the guy ran away? Yeah, he completely <laughs> yeah. It's funny, but it's not funny. Yeah. So no. no. it's about about what I would expect. Like lit- literally the first time I ever went to parade day, the first person I saw came up to me and just wanted to fight me. Like literally <laughs> I hadn't had a drink yet. I hadn't done anything. I literally just had a camera on me, and that made him fucking mad. Yeah. <laughs> he was so pissed that I had this camera. I wasn't taking his picture. He was just fucking, like, he was just looking for somebody. Oh, <laughs> his, like, girlfriend was like, I'm so sorry. And she's, like, pulling him away. And I, was just I feel like that St. Patrick's Day is the official holiday of apologetic girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> I've had one. Or boyfriends. I've seen plenty yeah, of uh, girls true. toasted, too. Yeah. 
I've seen a lot of things get conceived on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> At least three. In public. Yeah, I that know. too. You don't get to see that on the scanner. You just hear about yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and you usually have to the, they don't make it that imagine. far. It's kind of like old-timey radio. You yeah. Know, you had to imagine the yeah. scenarios they were like describing. That. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't wasn't quite the same, but, you know, if you were of that era, you enjoyed yeah. it. It's nice, though, because you're not, it's what you want to see. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you, you, can, you can choose to drown it out Let's if you want. go back to that, those times. Yes. <laughs> No TV. Get rid of this new media shit, this fucking yeah. podcasting shit. Well, I mean, podcasts are mostly, technically, kind of more yes, like that than anything else. Like we, Korea takes off our group. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's you know, what this radio will, used to be. Like, yeah, yeah know, that's true. Talk shows and stuff, yeah. We are kind of going back. I, I always thought that was weird, too, like the texting thing. You know, that took off. And yeah. it was like, aren't we going backwards? Like we were, we've already, we oh, have, yeah. you know, video chatting and we have cell phones. You can get somebody at any time. You don't have to worry if they're home or not or in the office. You can just pick up the phone and talk to them. And now we're texting each other. Aren't we go like, isn't that kind of backwards? I, I like know, texting because seems... it's a little less intrusive. Like I could text somebody uh, and if they're like me. cooking or having sex, they could check it when it's convenient. That's true. That's true. I like that. I like it, that I'm not menacing them. The, the uh, downside, though, is that you're 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 getting these you know conversations that could have been taken care of in two minutes. Yeah. You know, a lot of times, like somebody's yes. like texting you a novel, and you're like, Jesus Christ! Things get misconstrued. That's right. the problem, especially between tones you know, relationships. of voices. Yeah. Relationships. That's cool. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's cool. Like, it's not. There's no. What do you mean I'm funny? Like a clown? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's fine. No, is it fine? <laughs> We're just going yeah. full Pesci here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Is there is there anything about the eighty? Like, obviously, no, don't want to give anything away. Was there anything about the eighties that uh, you know you you're going to talk about or that uh, sticks out to you as uh, something in particular that you enjoyed about the eighties? Um, I mean, I've always been a fan of the music. I was born in eighty eight, so Jesus. my my so you were just were on Care the Bears. End. Yeah. Um, that's it. So, but I've always, I mean, my mother grew up listening to, like, Underground 8, like, Blasters, Squeeze, like, they had cassettes ta cassette tapes that I remember them having, like, a box full of cassette tapes, all <laughs> from the 80s, and that's all they would listen to, and I just, like, grew up with that, and I love it. I've always loved it, and um, it just seemed like the... It just, it just kind of, when I thought of the theme shows, it just kind of was like the first, like, well, duh. I mean, you get the audience dressed up. Who doesn't love teasing? I mean, the higher the hair, the closer the God, obviously. So, sure. I mean, who doesn't want that? <laughs> True. And, like, I mean, and then dancing, and I just thought it was, I, I mean, so that's it for me, though. That's right. And I thought I would love it, obviously. I'm yes. sure he's, like, way more stoked. Yes. Yeah. I get to look like I listen to as much Bauhaus as I actually do. <laughs> <laughs> See, I pretend to wear my Tron shirt because of the subject that we're talking about. You're not but pretending. Reality, you, you were definitely wearing the, I just, the shirt. I wear this all the time. You're not so pretending to yeah, wear it. You're, you're definitely <laughs> wearing it. My, it's I not fake My wear. intention. Okay. My intention all right. is, is that. Because you're wearing it. It's not, oh, yeah. You're, I'm not, definitely you're not pretending. It. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, was, I, I think I was doomed to be a nerd, like, from because of the 80s. Mm -hmm. Like, the first... Uh, hoodie or coat that I ever had was a Return of the Jedi okay. coat because I was born in 83 
So I, it, it made sense that I would I would grow up in that. My dad was a nerd too, so okay. I mean, you know, it's a gene thing as well. But I mean, you grow up in, in in the era of you know Masters of the Universe and Star Wars and stuff like that. I, I, I did it's too. It's kind of inevitable. I'm, yeah, I'm not. No, I'm 82, so <laughs> I hate Star Wars. I fucking hate Star Wars. The well, first movie I saw was Star Wars in the theater. Ever? Ever. God damn it. I'm not going to tell you during which run, because <laughs> that would date me horribly. <laughs> we, we had a, a thing on, on the old version of this show where we had a Star Wars episode. Um, so we're definitely going to do one now. I won't come. Just so. Just I, to piss you I off. I will not be here. And then we're going to talk about you, though. That's fine. All right. As long as you're cool with that. That'll be the most... Uh, productive part of the episode. Yeah. Me. <laughs> Not Star Wars or shit like that. You should just come in halfway through and be like, fuck this shit and start overturning stuff. Yeah, start breaking shit. <laughs> do a pretty good Yoda impersonation. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Mm, fuck you, I will. <laughs> Take it all. <laughs> Vaseline you will not have. <laughs> Of course you go that route for it. You know, Yoda in prison. Yeah. See, that's that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. So we'll have some comedians on. All right. We'll we'll make fun of it. That's fine. I always thought it would be cool to go to a karaoke night with a friend and do a version of Paradise by the Dashboard Light with one of... my friends doing the male vocal part in the style of William Shatner and mm. me doing the female vocal part in the style of Yoda. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see how it would go. <laughs> I could see that going nothing but well. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> All the serious karaoke people will be bummed. Mm. <laughs> Yo, finish your beer. We have one more beer to do. We've got questions to ask and we got... Yep, wrapping up to do. That's true. That's true. It's All right, bedtime. All right, we we have to get to this. Uh, so, because I am a child of the '80s, and I think the best one of the best ways to get to know people is uh, through their taste in movies. And uh, so, I wanted people to get to know you guys better. Uh, I looked up the 100 most popular '80s movies on Internet Movie Database. Now, these were uh, uh, by user. Uh, vote. So some of them I don't necessarily agree with or should be on the list or I think they're maybe a little too high or whatever. So I didn't go and order anything. But I just took a bunch of movies and kind of paired them by either subject or genre or you know in the case of the end I just kind of ran out of things to pair so I just put two movies that completely don't belong together. And so you guys got to pick one or the other. Which one you like better or, or whatever. And you can feel free to uh, to say what you want about them or not. Or we can just keep going to the next one. But we have a whole bunch of them. So let's. Uh, first up is Back to the Future or Ghostbusters. Which one? Back to the Future. Mm. I think I'm gonna go Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Mm. If we're just basing it on one film, if we're going right. with sequels, yeah, it no, would be this Back is to the Future. One, one, I've one only film. seen one Ghostbusters film. once. Ghostbusters. So, and I've seen Back to the Future like 80 times. So I feel like. I'm just connected to right, that so that that one's got to be mm-hmm. got to be it. See, I, I think I think I would go Ghostbusters too, but uh, you know, in terms of sequels, Ghostbusters did not have no. you know a great history with that, but uh, Back to the Future did, so kind of balances out too. Uh, Blade Runner or The Empire Strikes Back? Oh Jesus, man! Yeah, that's a tough one. Not for me. They both have Harrison Ford. I've never watched them, so I'm out. <laughs> 
I gotta go with Empire, and it's really tough to. Yeah. But I gotta go with Empire. Okay. All right. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark or Temple of Doom? Raiders. Not even Same. a hard choice. Same, I agree. Last Crusade would is be this, a hard is choice. Just like the Harrison Ford. Indiana uh, Jones. Yes, the Indiana Jones. Yeah, films. but like, are you have a hard on for Harrison Ford? Oh no, we're we're yeah. we've, why we've, wouldn't you be? Anyone's outside Harrison of that? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, He's actually here today. Just <laughs> <laughs> just have you ever watched him on talk shows? It's awesome. He's so weird. He's, <laughs> he's usually a complete dick. Yeah. Like he looks like he just woke up, and he's so mad to he be there. Up, Fuck all you. I'm co- I'm contractually obligated to be here. And just I fucking. Love it. And he bashes whatever movie he's in. Yeah. He like does the worst job of promoting it possible. So you're in the new Star Wars. I fucking hate Star Wars. <laughs> Great. Okay. It's awesome. <laughs> A Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th? Nightmare on Elm Street, if we're just talking the first ones. Easy. Yep. I wasn't allowed to watch R-rated movies. And I still never have watched that since I've been allowed. Oh, come on. Mm. Freddy's on your poster for this event, for God's sake. I didn't do it. (laughs) One time I had an event, a Halloween event, and I had a big thing of Freddy, too. But no, I've never... I'm... I don't like horror movies <laughs> at all. I've seen like a handful. All right, so just with your uh, no, you, having I've not seen, seen any Shining. of them, uh, we're, we're going to get to The Shining. Uh, J- uh, Jason or Freddy? If I yeah, which because one? I've never seen either. Yeah, yeah. Which one would I want to come get me? Sure. Well, Freddy, because I feel like I can like psychologically battle him. Oh, okay. Also, the guy the Jason, chainsaw, right? the first he, one. Well, he kind of uses. I don't he, know. I've never he seen uses them. dream powers, so he can. Yeah. Kinda, Jason does he, too. No, no, just Freddy. No, just Freddy. I'm going to go nerd, though. He'll run away once he gets in We're talking match. the first Friday, the 13th, which yes. means it's not Jason coming for you. That's true. That Technically, true. it's not. Who's coming? Pamela. I, yeah, oh, okay. I mean, spoiler. Right, I don't want to spoil the spoilers, movie for but... it. I'm going to have... I was just saying I never saw Halloween. Was that the 80s or no? Halloween 78. Okay. 70s, yeah. I, I want to watch all those old school. I feel like I can handle it now. Yeah. But if I can't... Like, They're not even that scary, really. Okay. Yeah, it was kind of, a lot of them are kind it's of thriller. of the time. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, That's what I'm now, saying. Like, I mean, you know, Jaws, I think, had a different impact when it came out than watching Jaws now. Oh, like, I can handle the Jaws. Christine okay. used to make me cry. Like, that's the whole reason my, <laughs> parent, my parents showed me Christine. Cujo, I would cry. Cry. Couldn't take it. Right. I watched Cujo the other night, though. It was cool. That guy wasn't scary. Yeah. So, all right. Let's, let's, uh, let's fantasy movies. Uh, Labyrinth or Neverending Story? Mm, Labyrinth, only because it's Jim Hansen and I love him. Okay. Labyrinth, it has Bowie. Yeah, I am that. <laughs> good, cho- good There, choice. there's who I'd go gay for. Bowie and Bowie. Labyrinth. Ah, nice. That's a, that's a solid choice. Nice package. Yeah. <laughs> Those pants. Yeah. They're impressive pants. Yeah. <laughs> Poltergeist or American Werewolf in London? American Werewolf in London. I agree. Yeah. I, I was hoping you guys would pick that one. I, I, I would have assumed, anyway. Uh, full Metal Jacket or Platoon? Full Metal Jacket. Nope. Nope. <laughs> you got to watch the first ten minutes of Full Metal Jacket. I will. It's the meanest, most brutal <laughs> roast of human beings ever. <laughs> Scarface or The Untouchables? Ooh. He's tougher than I think. I forget The Untouchables, but I've watched it. So, I don't want to answer it. I feel like The Untouchables is better. Well, Scarface was kind of like generic. Like I feel like I knew it before I even watched it. But maybe it's just because. But of- that. But the thing with Scarface being generic, it's only generic because so many movies have ripped it off. Okay. Right. Yeah, That's yeah. true. Okay. Yeah. Putting See, it in I'm context. Old. I'm young. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a, that's tough. I I think I'd go with Scarface though. Okay. I do love the Untouchables though. Mainly Sean Connery and the Untouchables. <laughs> yeah, I can't really answer that question fairly. This is what you're learning about me. I know shit. That you know shit and about I, the 80s. I True. didn't have any I'm friends. Fraud. I'm a fraud. What? Yeah. I just do this so my Come to my 80s party. I don't know <laughs> shit about it. <laughs> Please come. So her jokes are not going to be about movies. We can establish that right now. Um, For the most part. What in the 80s is worth talking about other than movies and music? Uh, the style, fashion, was ridiculous. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's like asking for <laughs> asking for jokes. Um, let's see. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 or The Lost Boys? The Lost Boys? I feel like this is controversial. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 by mm. far. All right. Uh, the Shining or Hellraiser? The Shining. That's really not that hard. It's on my list. I want to see it so bad. That's Kubrick's a, a genius. You're putting Kubrick up against just about anyone. Yeah, it's that's probably not gonna. That's true. Well. Shining was the first like movie that like legitimately like freaked me out. Like that's it's fucked up. Yeah, I don't want to watch it. It's so good. I have a nightmare. I never even finished. What, the did you ever watch the documentary about it? Room two thirty seven. Yeah. About all the people with their theories about it. Yes. It's so good. It's <laughs> so ridiculous. Some of these people, you don't even know how they like why they put them on there. It's just like some random dude. Like you have no credentials or anything yeah. beyond here. You're just you just came up with a fucking bizarre theory that makes like, no sense. Like Ange, there are people out there who think The Shining is Kubrick admitting he faked the moon landing. <laughs> Wait, isn't it about like twins? That, like, there are twins in it, the... but oh, I don't even know what it's about. It's not really about that. <laughs> That's a great. It's about a guy slowly losing his mind in a giant hotel, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't need to watch that. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. Rocky Four or Raging Bull? Oh God, I've never seen Raging Bull, but Rocky Four is literally my favorite with all the. That's one of the Russians, right? Yeah. It's literally my favorite out of all. I will break you. It's my favorite. <laughs> okay, Raging Bull is a better Just film, right? But Rocky Four, I love more. Super yes. more, way more entertaining. Yes. 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 Rocky Four is the best Rocky. <laughs> uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High or Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Ooh. Ferris. I feel like it's Ferris. Ferris. That's fair. Uh, this is Spinal Tap or Spaceballs? I don't think I've ever seen Spaceballs. Two very different kinds of yeah. there. I love Spinal but... Tap, though. I might Spinal go Spaceballs. Tap. Okay. I kind of worship at the Temple of Mel Brooks. So. <laughs> oh, it's Mel Brooks? Yes. Uh, Who's in it? Mel Brooks, um... Uh, Rick Moranis. Yeah, Rick oh, Moranis really? is Dark Helmet. I'll look that up later. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. Okay. You, you don't even have to enjoy... I, I love mean, Rick Moranis. It's, it's a Star Wars parody, but you don't even have to know oh, really? about Star Wars to enjoy it. Okay. Uh, airplane or Police Academy? Airplane. Yeah, Airplane. Heathers or Beetlejuice? I'm going to go controversial. Heathers. I mm. love Heathers. I watched Heather's the other night, actually. I don't know. <laughs> too too difficult. If that's a tie. I can quote Heather's front to back. I <laughs> need me to remind you. Pretty in Pink or Sixteen Candles? Pretty in Pink. 
Yeah. I feel like that I one's love easier. Yeah. If you put some kind of wonderful up against it, though, I might go some kind of wonderful. Mm. Underrated. It probably yeah. didn't even make the list. It, it did not. Some. I actually left a bunch out at the end because I'm just like, ah, these, these movies should don't even belong on here. <laughs> uh, Roadhouse or Dirty Dancing? All I know about Roadhouse is that Patrick Swayze kicks people. Um... I've only seen Dirty Dancing, so I'll go with the. I'll take one for the girls. Sorry, I should take one for the lesbians, right? But I can't. No, I'll take one for the guys. Roadhouse. Yeah, the lesbians. Yes. The most quotable quoted line from Roadhouse: "I can make this a regular Saturday night thing." <laughs> <laughs> this is just making me feel like. Shit. It's just making me feel old, Ange. <laughs> I'm so glad that I oh, came yeah, up I'm with still this. Still young, Because yes. there's nothing I enjoy more than making our guests feel like shit. <laughs> Pet Cemetery or The Evil Dead? Evil Dead, no question. Evil movies of the 80s? Nope. I, I feel like Pet Cemetery hasn't aged well. I watched it recently. Wait, which one is the dope. one with that girl with the red hair, the creepy sister? Oh, Zelda, that's Pet Cemetery. Okay, <laughs> I, I did watch Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only because of that nurse. So you're going with that? I mean, I'm not going with anything. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. You're, you're not I'm out of that question. <laughs> They Live or RoboCop? They Live. I love them both dearly, but They Live has Roddy Piper and it's directed by John Carpenter. I just bought RoboCop for $2 at the used video store, so I'll tell you in a couple days. That's a deal. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah, I went and bought a bunch of 80 movies that I've never seen before. So, so you got a marathon Yeah, like I've seen some you of them. You only have yeah, like so three I'm days. Like <laughs> no, yeah. RoboCop I didn't watch since, like I've watched the other ones already, but yeah, yeah RoboCop didn't. Right get there maybe it will the outsiders or breakfast club <sighs> no outsiders <laughs> no you can't do that oh i can it's definitely so do that. it's my fucking show the i breakfast can do it club. it's want. the breakfast club <laughs> all right stay gold do it for pony boy <laughs> nice only but the outsiders drags at the end it does Dally but... burns that house down I like, come on. I like the long version, out. like the three-hour version. Like, I'm, I'm in on that one. Gremlins or the Goonies? Ooh. Ooh, this one's actually tough. Goonies. I think Gremlins is a better film, but I love the Goonies more. Yeah, mm. I don't like Gremlins too much. I love them both. National Lampoon's Vacation or National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? God. Vacation. Christmas. Ah, the Christmas one's hysterical. I think it's a. Mm, I don't know. We didn't throw European in there, though. Oh no, I I, I wouldn't even. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even mention that exists. No. Uh, e. T. or short short circuit. Short circuit. Fuck E. T. Never <laughs> yeah. seen short circuit. What is it about? A robot like... gets struck by lightning and gains a soul. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> See, I just pictured people sticking their like fingers in sockets. Let me yeah. put it this way though, E.T. When you've spent half your life having people go, Elliot, you'll say fuck <laughs> E.T. too. Ah, uh, yes. I didn't even think of that. That's traumatizing. <laughs> it is. That's why nobody uses my real first name is because of that movie. And I'm okay with that because I like Elliot way better. Mm. But yeah, no one uses my first name because when E.T. came out, I looked like that kid. See, these are the things that we learn about people by playing this game. Mm-hmm. So it's not all bad. Die Hard or First Blood. If we're just going first, first blood, first blood. Yeah, just the just the first movies. Uh, coming to America or trading trading places. Mm. Trading places. 
can tell you you lean towards the comedies. You see, you Coming seem to really America. like. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Princess Bride or Legend? Princess Bride. I've never seen Legend, and I love Princess Bride. Yeah, I, I would go with Princess. I Bride. I trust Elliot too. I mean, that like was the coolest thing about Legend is Tim Curry. Oh, Tim right. Curry's in it. He is in it, and he's Satan. But Tom Cruise is in oh. it too. So. See, I don't like much of that. I don't like Tom Cruise either. I don't like devil stuff. Spe- speaking of Tom Cruise, Top Gun or Karate Kid? Karate Kid? Karate Kid. My wife does not like Karate Kid. <laughs> what? Has never watched it, has no desire to. When I put it on this past weekend, because it was like a marathon, like yeah. back-to-back, one, two, three, she has no desire. Hmm. We're getting divorced. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> That's what happens. Weird Science or Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Oh, weird Science. Weird Science. Uh, it's got the hues. We, we, we got to rapid fire these last couple because we got, we got to wrap up. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade or Star Wars Return of the Jedi? Last Crusade. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Little Mermaid or Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Roger you just Rabbit. Said, you just said before the show that you. Yeah, I, yeah Little Mermaid, though. <laughs> For real. Yeah, I hate you Disney, haven't seen though. Roger Rabbit yet, though. No, yeah. I'm getting there. It's I the only best. saw the part where the guy was taking his tie and like shoving it in the thing. He's like grabbing him by his tie. Highlander or Conan the Barbarian? Highlander. I don't really see Conan. The Barbarian. It's a Thanks, solid Dad. choice. Yeah, Conan's good too. But. Uh, Children of the Corn or, since it was on the list for some reason, Cannibal Holocaust. Cannibal motherfucking Holocaust. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen either, but I love cannibals. I'm not a cannibal. Cannibal Holocaust is a great movie to watch once. It's like a test of endurance, <laughs> and everybody should put themselves through it. I'm ready yes. for the challenge. Blues Brothers or Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? Blues Brothers. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Mm. Steve Not Martin. Not what I would have expected. Okay. Uh, Stand By Me or Dead Poet Society? Stand By Me. It's the only movie that's ever gotten how 12-year-old boys talk right. Ah, good, <laughs> good point. Uh, Dune or Blue Velvet? I don't know. Blue Velvet. Daddy wants to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Willow or Excalibur? I don't know. Excalibur. I haven't seen Willow in years. I know, oh right? I, I didn't think about I it. I forgot about that Willow movie. Smith. Excalibur, but you have to clear some room on your schedule to watch that thing. <laughs> we're we're almost we're almost at the end. Fly the fly or the elephant man? The elephant man. Mm. It's tough. Mm. The fly was the, the elephant man. The eighties. Yeah. Yep. Nineteen eighty six. Which share right? No. No, you're thinking of mask. Okay, I think it wasn't the complete. The Elephant Man is a David Lynch movie. <laughs> but is it still about a guy with This is about Jeff Goldblum transforming into a fly. That's the fly, and it's incredible. Okay. But wait, what is Elephant Man about? Is it still about someone who's disformed? Yes, it is. Michael Jackson bought the real Elephant Man's bones. It's uh, Anthony Hopkins. All right, I still pick deformity. Okay. Well, well they're both... The yeah, they're both kind of, kind of deformity. That's kind of, that's kind of why I put them together. All right. Uh, some of these they're they're, they're tenuous, but <laughs> they're they're connected in some form. Uh, great outdoors or Parenthood? So John Candy or Steve Martin? Is John Candy. Ooh, I this don't is, know. This is weird because I'm rebelling against Steve Martin because I don't think Parenthood Hood is it's, that like his top shelf work. I'm going with the Great Outdoors. That's why I was surprised I to see it on the list. To be honest, I think Parenthood's really popular amongst like dads. Right. Yeah, that's why I see, feel like I've seen it. I've seen almost every Steve Martin movie, but I don't. Yeah. some of them I don't know the titles. That sounds horrible. Don't. I'm not a comedian. All right. Red Dawn or Invaders from Mars? And that was actually on there. 
Yeah. <laughs> I like I like Toby Hooper's Invaders from Mars, but I'm going Red Dawn. All right. Wolverines. Yeah. Ow. Red Dawn is Patrick Swayze fighting the communist invaders. I lost all the fries. And then these make no sense together. Teen Wolf or Risky Business? Teen, Teen Wolf. Wolf. <laughs> There's that dude whipping his dick out at the end. Footloose or Batman? <laughs> oh, which the Batman with, what do you call it? Tim Burton. Like the, the original Michael Keaton. Oh. Michael Keaton. This almost seems like it would be easy, but it's harder than I just it love Footloose so though. much, but I'm going to pick Batman. Okay. Tango and Cash or Clue? Clue. Tangle and Cash. Yeah, I like Clue. Definitely go with Clue. Uh, Amadeus or Back to the Future Part 2? Ooh, Back to the Future... No. Amadeus, I might Yeah, I agree with Elliot. <laughs> Pee-wee's Big Adventure better have made this list because, goddammit, that is one of the best movies ever. Shockingly, it didn't. Bullshit. Pee-wee's yeah. Big Adventure or The Shining? That one's actually super, oh, wow. super fucking tough. Don't make me choose. Yeah, like, Pee-wee is a big influence, not just on my comedy, but my general life. And my masturbation. <laughs> Sometimes I think about wearing those shoes, yeah. That is a great place to, to wrap up. Uh, if you have anything else we want to throw No, in well, there. we did uh, have the, uh, the bells. I don't know the uh, Quinnanen uh, Falls, Falls IP, IPL. Yeah. Which is a little bit different. It's good. Um, if you've ever had an IPL before, I think this is a good representation of that style. I like the IPLs. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for tuning in and for participating. I see a lot of people uh, had their own uh, choices, uh, which I'm going to have to go through later. I think that's, that's interesting to learn about people and uh, uh, what movies they like the most and everything. So uh, please come to... Uh, the the 80s comedy party and uh, comedy and dance party. Comment, we'll pick someone to win tickets. It's this Saturday. Anybody wants wants to win tickets? Now is the time. If uh, if you want to comment, let us know uh, who uh, who wants to go for free. Uh, you will get free tickets this weekend. Just two, not three, two. That's it. Yes, just two. Not three. <laughs> That's the classic any I might scroll back and judge you based on your movie choices. Warning. Yes. <laughs> I probably will judge you based on your movie choices in general, scrolling back, but it might have a bearing on whether you win, if I have anything to say about it. Mo uh, a good portion of the comments right now are from people who uh, are already participating in the show, uh, some of the comedians. <laughs> oh, gee, there's a surprise. <laughs> So I will I will pick one right after the show is over. I will go through the comments and send you a message if you have one, and we'll put that on Facebook. So uh, Jeff Hernandez, how about four tickets? No, you get two. Jeff, Jeff, <laughs> calm down, coming? Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, you get two. You get two tickets. Don't be a cheap ass. Buy the other two. Support these wonderful people. Very very funny people. I understand family's important, Hi, but Jeff. leave grandma at home. Yes, yes, exactly. She might not enjoy, I mean, she lived through the 80s, but she might not enjoy this. Grandma was tired through the 80s. Yeah, she might have some weird flashbacks Yeah, she doesn't want to go back there. Like, yeah, you know. She had, Mom she had wants a, to go back there. She had a rough there. patch in the 80s. We don't, we, don't want to, we don't want to bring that up. Thank you very much for tuning in tonight, and uh, we'll see you next week when we're going to talk about the Electric City Music Conference. Have a good night, everybody. Yeah.